It's the Wrestling Caucus. I'm Peter A. I'm Smiley Ariaga. And today we're going to talk about something that six months ago or a year ago um, we wouldn't be too excited to talk about. But I'm actually excited to talk about this. I'm talking, of course, about WWE. That's right. It's time to talk about WWE. Why? Because you know what? I don't know about you, Smiley, but I think the show is improving. You know, it's not perfect, but it's improving. And that's good. And I feel like the show now has some sort of a direction and we watched extreme rules and we were at the the show after extreme rules monday night raw at the barclays center so let's start with extreme rules uh smiley what are some of your general thoughts on the show i thought the bailey and bianca ladder match was awesome i thought uh the seth and matt riddle match was good and it gets very fuzzy after that uh (laughs) (laughs) uh what? Yeah, I don't know. Look, it was good to see Walter, even though he still na- he has the Nazi name. He's still named Gunther. I can't, like, I don't know why they do that. If people are getting their names back, I thought he was going to get his name back. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, like, it, it, it was like, it was like, a, a, you know, usual extreme rules, but like, you know, slightly better because there's like less wacky things. Like, uh, like the good stuff was more focused like it, it wasn't just about their gimmicks like uh, the five pit match actually was like it it like you know the way matt and seth's feud was going it justified a brutal match and bailey and bianca's ladder match was actually a really good ladder match because like they were trying to climb the ladder and get what was on top of the ladder it wasn't just like oh let's set up our spots and let's you know jump into wood like it was, it was a focused ladder match. Like, uh, I, but other than that, I think about WWE shows. There's a lot of a lot of what seems to be filler. Like, it's, it's like really good stuff, and then there's this stuff that I just don't remember really. Yeah, I would say one Saturday pay per views, the best, and this show clocked in at three hours, which is amazing, and. Is it is that bare minimum? Yeah, it is. But to me, that that means a lot because both promotions, um, and even in New Japan, the shows are too long. No, to me, no pay per view, no show, what live premium event, whatever you want to call it, should be more than three hours. It, there's no reason for that. But anyway, um, I'm also glad that Full Gear uh, AEW is going to be on a Saturday, which is amazing. But I will say that this show, yes. It was the good and bad of WWE, but the good outweighed the bad. Um, I couldn't say that a year ago, but did any of the, like, does this pay-per-view need to be extreme rules? No, it didn't. You know, you, you could, like, with Survivor Series and War Games, um, you can just do a series of events that lead, that can lead to a War Games, that can lead to an extreme rules match, if you want to call it that. Fine. Branding. I get it. But I will say on the on the whole, this show was pretty good. And yeah, I love the Bianca Belair and um, and and Bailey match, the women's title match. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, It was it was a payoff for it. it, You know, it was the end of a of of a chapter of of a story, you know, that it's going to continue. It it looks like it's going to lead to war games. Right. And it started at SummerSlam and Bailey returned with Dakota Kai and Ida. It was great. You know, you, there was a payoff. You know, they rewarded you for watching week to week. Um, that's good. That's what that's all I asked for in pro wrestling. 
you know, do if you like the parties involved, that's that's you know that's subjective, but at least there is a direction. I could say that about the rest of the show. Um, but I will say this: there wasn't. It was mostly personal issues on the show. There, like, it didn't feel like this was a sporting event. It just felt like it felt like you know more theater than sport. And I know wrestling is the is the you need a happy medium, but it was more like it was a bunch of grudge matches. You know what I mean? Like the women's title match was like the second or third match on the show. There was two of them. They were earlier on the show. The main event was just a grudge match. Yeah, it was a you know a fight pit match. You had Daniel Cormier, but like, what were they fighting for? They were just Wait, kind of getting there their was issues. A second women's title match. There was two. Yeah, it was Ronda Rousey and um, Liv Morgan, which I didn't like at all. I thought oh, it was I so fell goofy. asleep through that. I didn't. Yeah, I terrible. didn't know that match happened. It was awful. I didn't like it Holy at all. Shit. Um, it was, everything they did was just, just looked dumb and yeah, like it, it's like, I would have put one of the titles as the main event because what are people fighting for? You know what I mean? I don't know. Because was Roman there a WWE Re- title match in this? No, Roman Reigns wasn't on the show and he has two titles. Wow. I, I don't like that. Like, why am I watching the show? Like, what's the point? You know, yeah, I don't like, know. Bailey and Bianca definitely should have main evented. That's for sure. Because that was the only match that was actually about a tie. That was actually about the championship. It wasn't about oh, I'm not your friend anymore, or or you hurt my feelings. It was just like, listen, I'm back and I want your championship. Yeah. And so Bailey's whole thing is that she wants to take over the women's division, right? And that in, having the Raw Women's Championship is, you know, that that's a part of that, which I thought was a great story to tell. But like, personal issues dominated the show. But I don't want to shit on the show too much, but because it was a good show, and I really liked the I Quit match between Edge and Finn Balor. Great story. Oh you yeah, know, that happened too, didn't it? Yeah, yeah that, that was, was really a good. Re- that was really good. Yeah, there was a little yeah. bit too much interference for my my taste, but um, I thought towards the end they set up a lot of different things. You know, they're they're continuing this Rey Mysterio and Dominic thing. You know, and they set up a possible match between Rhea Ripley and uh, Beth Phoenix. And Edge didn't quit because Finn was, you know, he put him to too much pain or whatever. He hurt him too much. No, because he was protecting his wife. That's a great storytelling. But the thing is, there was too much of like personal drama on the show. There was not enough. I want that championship. There was too, you know what I mean? But overall, it was a good show. If you're going to watch a WWE show, you know, if you're going to watch a secondary WWE show, a show that's not Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, definitely check this show, at least a few matches. But um, that's really all I have to say about the show. Solid show. Again, it's the WWE is improving. They have a direction. They're going somewhere creatively. They Triple H has a lot of things in mind, which I respect. And that was the good thing about NXT. Um, NXT. There was a ceiling to NXT. A lot of those guys, you know, because if you watch WWE, you know, you you want to be on WrestleMania. But that's beside the point. At least NXT. There was a certain, you know, within a few years of NXT, there was there was a, a direction. It was good creative. Um, any other thoughts on Extreme Rules before we move on? To I Raw? just think it's kind of funny how it's Seth and Matt Riddle. Yeah. Seth was supposed to be like the heel, right? But like uh, for reasons, uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't help but like root for everything he was saying about Matt Riddle. <laughs> like, like, but that was like the, it, it was like the second best match in the card. Probably the third, like, well, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I, I love the I Quit match, but the I Quit match is probably third best. Because it's just, I don't know, it's just too much hoopla, like a, a, a lot of run-ins. I guess they're for a reason, but there's this, like, it, it almost felt like Lord of the Rings. Like, when I thought the movie was going to end, there was more. There was a lot more. But, like, 
it was still very good because like Finn Balor and Edge are awesome. The fight yeah. pit match was the second best match in the show, even though in hindsight, I probably would have liked it. I know they have to do everything extreme. Everything has to be a no DQ match. That match probably would have been better if it was just two of them wrestling, uh, having a wrestling match because Matt Riddle and Seth, well, Seth especially is amazing. But yeah, I would say definitely the Bailey and Bianca match was the best. That that definitely should have been last because it actually felt like it was for something. Yeah, but. yeah. Oh, also, okay, we could talk about the white rabbit in the room. That's Bray Wyatt. Uh, he debuted, he re-debuted. Uh, that was the closing moments of, of the show. It was a nice entrance. The crowd was going nuts. And um, here's the thing. This is the third re-presentation of Bray Wyatt, right? So I, I don't know. The thing is, like, in watching, you know, they did tease it at Raw, which we'll talk about Raw in a minute, but they teased Bray Wyatt Raw with, you know, they had a little quick vignette. He didn't do any, we, he, we didn't see him in the ring. I don't know if there was a back, I don't think there was a backstage thing with, 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 with him, but on SmackDown, he came out and cut a promo and it was like, it was almost like a quote unquote shoot promo. Like he wasn't quote unquote in character. And he started, you know, he was very emotional talking about the fans and what have you, but I'm like, dude, um, all this is like theater, right? What, what wrestling contexts are like, what, like, do you want a title? Like, what do you want? You know what I mean? Cody, when he came back to WWE, he had a point. He wants to, he wants to obtain what his dad never had, the WWE title. It's easy, easy, simple. That's it. You know what I mean? If you're going to be spooky and wacky, like make movies, just make movies, man. He'll be great. Bray Wyatt's character will be great in a movie or a TV show or something. Like American Horror Story, something like that. Not in wrestling, you know, but I'm willing to give this the benefit of the doubt. But this doesn't seem like wrestling to me. I don't know. What do you think, Smart? I want to say I I want to I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I will literally be like the second time I'm doing that. The third Last time, time I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. A Hell in a Cell ended in a DQ. Uh Seth burned down the Blues Clues house. Uh, the sweater Bray Wyatt started wrestling, even though the whole point was I was supposed to be inside of the house. It, like he, I, I, I try, I really tried. Oh yeah, and, and oh yeah, that's right. Alexa Bliss became a four-year-old for like uh, two months straight, or for whatever oh. it was. Oh my god. Uh, I, 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 I look. He blew out a lancer and everyone like cheered. Like I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I can't get excited for Bray Wyatt anymore. Like unless he, unless he became a better worker. Because here's the thing: people love to compare it to the Undertaker. Like the, the, the Undertaker, yes, had weird stuff. Uh, but the thing is, like at the end of the day, the Undertaker wanted titles. He wanted to beat people. He had feuds, and oh yeah, that's right. And he didn't terrorize his opponents with puppets. Remember, you remember Randy Orton was afraid of puppets. Remember that he'd have interviews and puppets. He had, he had goo out of his mouth. <laughs> puppets would puppets would become would come out of the scenery. <laughs> Randy Orton is a guy who RKO'd Cody Rhodes' father in front of him. Remember when Cody Rhodes is in Legacy? Yeah. Randy Orton RKO'd his father in front of him. He almost ripped off Jeff Hardy's ear. Right. Yep. RKO Triple H's wife in front of him. He's an evil man. He's afraid of a guy with puppets. Yeah. 
see, here's the thing we talk about his work. Okay, that's another conversation. The thing is, when he talks, I never know what the hell he's talking about and why I should care. People like, you know, yes, his delivery is good, but the content, it's it's nonsense. But anyway. It's like um, Jordan or Lucas. Like everyone says, like, oh, man, you hear what he's saying? You hear what he's saying? And he's saying stuff, but like, it's like he's not saying anything anyone hasn't said before. Yeah, it's like a bunch of... And, and he's saying it, and he's overrated. Like to put it quite the least, I don't know. He's very overrated. It's uh, yeah, rappers with fast flows that just rap fast and don't say. There's no, there's nothing. There's no meat. But anyway, raw at the Barclays Center. Um, the Monday after, a lot of questions coming off of, of Extreme Rules. But when I watched Extreme Rules, and I saw a lot of you know, you know, all those matches end, and it was obviously a continuation of something else. It actually made me interested to see what was going to happen. You know, I want to see the follow-up to Edge and, you know, Finn Balor, you know, the Judgment Day stuff. And it, it looks like it's going to lead to War Games or something. Um, yeah, I thought it was – but it, it was an interesting show. Like, I haven't been interested in a Raw in quite some time. You know, I really – I was curious to see when Cody came back. Like, I did watch that. That was kind of cool. Um, but there was a lot of cool things. I mean, I did enjoy um, – I did enjoy uh, the the Lashley and Seth match from a, a lot for a lot of reasons from for uh, like a psychology storytelling standpoint like Seth was um, he was hurt from the fight pit match and uh, Lashley came out first he looked very confident he's like yeah it's gonna you know but then here comes Lesnar right yeah, Brock came out <laughs> here comes Lesnar good evening Bobby. And he kills him. He beats yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. out of him. You know, as soon as he lifted him up, like the place literally erupted. Yeah. Like I, I almost I forgot a title of what's gonna happen. To be honest with you, it was like, oh shit! It's like, like this raw felt like how raw would normally, well, how a decent raw would feel like a standard raw. Like you know, because it's long, there are some parts that feel like nothing. And yeah. Then when like stars come out, it's like, oh shit! Like when Bianca ran out, everyone was uh yeah happy to see her. Ooh, uh, that Candice LeRae and Bailey match, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, I, I love Bailey, but like, yeah, Candice—that oh. <laughs> that match with her and Bailey has like no steam. But then Bianca nothing. came out, everyone like, oh shit! Yeah, Bianca came out, the crowd erupted, and yeah, but the Lesnar stuff is awesome. I didn't expect to see Lesnar because this is like this—it's October, right? You don't expect anything to you know be set up for a big pay per view for a little while because that's par for the course of WWE. Um, the fall is usually like you know kind of quiet you know, creatively, there's not a lot of big things that happen, but Lesnar coming back, I'm like, oh my God. But there is Saudi Arabia in a few weeks, so there you go. Yeah, well, um, we're not going to watch that. I, I'm hell no, I'm not. But anyway, that was really cool. They beat the shit out of him. So now Seth and Bobby are at an even playing field, and uh, Bobby did a great job of selling that, you know, the, the attack. And Seth was so confident, even though he was he was hurt as well. And oh man, it was quick and to the point. And then Seth got the victory, and we all know why. It protected Bobby too. Yeah, he lost, but like um, he got F five like twice and like suplex and like thrown around by Lesnar. So yeah, he got attacked, unprovoked, and everything. It was it was it was really good. That was really cool. Like you don't see stuff like that in WWE often, you know, like stuff that that really kind of because I went I went to the SmackDown before WrestleMania, 
before WrestleMania. That show was cold as ice. I feel like nothing happened. It was a bunch of video packages and two-minute matches that meant nothing. And some of the segments that led up to WrestleMania matches were just so stupid and pointless. But anyway, this show is the, this, this show is the complete opposite. And this is, you were coming off of a B pay-per-view. It's not, WrestleMania is not next, you know? Royal Rumble's not next. Saudi Arabians and Survivor Series are next. You know what I mean? But it felt like a really interesting show. I don't know. Do you appreciate cool. how Sami Zayn was more over than everybody in the bloodline? Yeah. I mean, they did get a great reaction, though. Like, I mean, they did. Guys, I mean, like, yeah, but literally, yeah. the, the, the hardest, like, the, the, like, the only difficult part of that segment was Roman's horrible theme song. But uh, yeah, Sami Zayn was ridiculously over. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Everything he did, everyone, like, just, like, everything he said, like, everyone, like, ate up. <laughs> Every word. Solo uh, Sokoa just standing there, not selling anything Sammy's doing. He yeah, was so right, good. Yeah. Oh man, he was so good. You know it was funny after Brock after Brock Lesnar murdered Bob, Bobby Lashley. Uh, we 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 were there at the show and I, like with Dad and Dad was like, "Why did he do that to him?" And I'm like, "When the hell was Brock Lesnar needed a reason to do this, to hurt anybody? He beat up a man with one leg. Remember? Oh man, yeah, Zach Gowan. He beat the piss out of him. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Why did he do that to him? Like, he had a match against Stephanie McMahon on SmackDown. Oh my God! 9-11-2003. and he picked up the steps. He picked up steel steps and tossed it at Stephanie. But this is, but that was when Stephanie and Vince was like the one of the main feuds on SmackDown. Um, so I kind of, I you kind of, you have to think to yourself, huh? That's why Brock left in two thousand four. <laughs> God. Anyway, but Brock was amazing because you know what it is. You know, we're talking about Bray Wyatt, and he's kind of he's there's a lot of smoke and mirrors with, with Bray Wyatt. Lesnar, he goes out there, he says one sentence, a phrase. Good evening, Bobby, and beats the shit out of him. It was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Brock is all about simplicity. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> he just has to walk out there. God, that was brilliant. That's all I asked. Anyway, what what else uh, stood out to you during Raw? Uh, Raw? Yikes. Uh, okay, it was Brock, Sammy, Bianca, uh, Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah, we saw Rey Mysterio in the flesh. That was nice. Yeah, that was uh, nice. The segment was a little... Uh, Dramatic, I guess. Uh... <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's his son. You know, he doesn't want to beat the shit out of his son. Even though that's where it's leading to. Dominic I thought, I thought that was good, but Dominic is just... I don't know, man. He just He's just a, he's a guy, you know? He should, he should be like the Indies for like a few years or something. Because he doesn't yeah. look like... You know, I can't take him seriously now, <laughs> honestly. Like, you're, you're about to be in a, a program with your dad. And he's like carrying the emotional weight of this because it's Rey Mysterio Jr. He's, you know, he's a super, super legend. But I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I kind of, I respect what they're doing. I see what they're doing, but I don't know. I just, I can't take Dominic seriously like that. But anyway. No, because like, Dominic yeah. is supposed to be this badass. They're, they're trying to make him this, I don't know if a badass heel. They're trying to make him this huge heel because, you know, he's a punk. He's. He's disrespecting his father. He's beating up his dad on TV. But the thing is, you know, because Rhea Ripley batted his eyel- her eyelashes at him. But yeah. it's just he has a he's a literal baby face. He has a literal baby face. It's really hard to yeah. You know, he's got height. Out. You know, he, height is is a good advantage. But th- that's it. Um, the show Ross too long. If I'm gonna say one oh, thing, yeah, like show, uh, it's too long. AJ brought back his friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. The good <laughs> brothers are back. Gallison Anderson. 
that's good. Good for them. And the, he's back with his with his friend. You know, he belongs there with AJ. They're, they're you know they're you know they're a fine act. You know, just don't call nobody nerds anymore. And it's, if you're yeah, gonna okay. if you're gonna come back, make sure you like you know keep the wacky stuff on talking shopamania. You know, <laughs> keep that over there. You know, just keep the nerd stuff away. You know, that we're we're yeah, done with that. Keep the BTE stuff out of like that, that's like like when the Good Brothers went to AEW. Yeah, like. I thought at first, oh, great, yeah, because the Good Brothers, yeah, they're talented. Carl Anderson's a great wrestler, Luke, and Luke Gals is a great worker. But then they just started doing all this goofy stuff, like, uh, like thrusting on camera, like you know, jerking, like, like you know, doing jerking off motions on camera and stuff. It was just like, what, yeah. what are you guys doing? That what is this? Just have good me. matches. I don't understand. I don't so know. hopefully, it, it's more focused this time around. Now they're back in WWE. Hopefully, they're yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. You know, it's. Again, all this stuff is kind of is probably gonna lead to war games, which is which is good. But overall, I thought it was a good show. Um, and WWE is kind of interesting to watch now. There's still some stuff I don't like, but I can. It's improving. That's good, you know. And fans are interested now to watch it. The ratings are, are better than they were before, uh, which is which is a good thing. But I just think like, you know, there, there's too much. There, there's a lot of programs that have nothing to do. Nobody wants to win any titles, it seems. It seems like the only titles people want to win are the Intercontinental and the U.S. title on the men's side or the tag teams, tag team title. Um, Wait, who are the tag team champions again? Uh, the Usos. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. actually, I, I, I think they're adding more tag teams, but I keep forget, forgetting about the tag team division, honestly. Yeah, because they got the, the, it's in one group and there's no – no one seems to yeah. want anything. You know, it's just – I don't think that's what you want from a from a wrestling show, if that's what you want to be. But it's a lot of personal drama. But all in all, it's a it's a solid show. You know, everyone's you know there, there's something there, there's a direction. They have something. Things are going to lead to something. There's going to be a payoff, um, which is which is good. One thing they should have done after Roman won his titles, the same thing with the tag team with the tag team titles with the Usos. They should have had a unification ceremony, like unify both belts and like. That would be a good time to, you know, unveil new belts. They should do the same thing with the women's titles too. Like, because uh, I don't know, this whole thing with two world titles, two women's titles, two tag titles, it's been too much for a while. Yeah, we don't need it. I know a lot of change is happening. So if a lot of change is happening, that's one good thing to change to me at least. Yeah, you know, we had the brand extension for 20 years. We don't need it anymore. We said it last time. We don't need it anymore. We don't need it. Two shows, I understand. You know, um, but two, two separate titles, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Especially one of the Roman Reigns not being on the show every week. I get it. Family man, immunocompromised. I think you know he's he had leukemia a bunch of times. I understand why he doesn't want to be on the road all the time. Great. The thing is, um, the the show feels kind of empty without a, um, you know, a men's world title. Yeah, you got women's titles, but they're not presented in the same light as uh, the men's title. They're not, they're not presented as main event titles. They aren't. If you just watch the show, literally both women's title matches were like the first couple of matches on the extreme rules show. Both of them. They were almost back to back to each other. Like if you treat your titles like, Oh, you, you get one, you get one, then you're devaluing. You're not only like every, every like superstar who's competing for these titles, but you're devaluing your, your championships period. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, like you don't need that many. You really just don't need that many titles, honestly. Yeah, 
But all in all, Extreme Rules is good. Raw is good. Can you say that WWE, at least on TV, is more watchable than maybe six months to a year ago? I mean, yeah, of course. But like, uh, yeah, like, you know, I guess, you know, people are getting their names back. They, you know, there seems to be a lot less strict. Uh, like, the rules aren't as strict when it comes to how people talk. People can actually say natural words like, oh, we can say we're on a wrestling show. We can say that we're wrestling. But we're, there's more of a focus on wrestling. But obviously, they're, they still have to shake some things. Like, you know, the overabundance of titles. Just like, I want, okay, like Seth won, lost a grudge match with Matt Riddle and Seth was getting a title shot the next day. Like, yeah. like two days later. <laughs> So it's like, why not add Matt Riddle into the match? I don't like Matt Riddle, but like, why not add him into the match if he's the one that got that big win over Seth? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's it is weird. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't. Is see... Matt Riddle challenging Roman? Yeah, but he can't. There was a stipulation. Like, I think he can't challenge Roman anymore, uh, as long as Roman's the champion or something like that. Um, and he tried, it was weird. I'm like, you oh, just so had. Why a, did he come out then? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I, that that it's a little wacky, but but yeah. Overall, yes, there's potholes and a lot and, and some of the stuff. I just think overall the show is getting better. But anyway, um, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, I'm Peter A. I'm Smiley Ariaga. It's the Wrestling Caucus, and um, we'll come back for full gear. Yeah. Oh yeah. wait, full gear. Full gear is gonna be at the Prudential Center. Center? Mm-hmm. Jersey, first AEW pay-per-view in the tri-state. That should be interesting. Oh, yeah, because last time they were at the Prudential Center was just for, like, a Dynamite Grand Slam? Yeah, uh, it was, no, it was before Grand Slam. Remember, because the Prudential show that we went to, that was supposed to be um, Blood and Guts, but then COVID. So that, oh. September, that, that Prudential Dynamite was a make-good for that 2020 dynamite and then they had grand slam the week after that yeah so this time is a full-blown pay-per-view so yeah all right we're gonna wrap it up i'll see we'll see y'all in november for to talk aw full gear all right later days (laughs) 